0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back as always. I am your forever host once again and Cherry Boy Sean and I'm welcoming you back to that time I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends and actually most of them were trash but some of them weren't aka the trash manga friends podcast flat episode 31 she professed herself pupil of the trash manga. If this is your first time listening, don't worry, it's the show where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga and dissect what's good, what's bad, what's trash, and then ourselves for putting ourselves through this every single fortnight. As mentioned, I'm your forever host, Sean, and I am joined as ever by Pumpkin Man Mike and Chilly Guy Phil. Uh, How are you? All right,
1: all right. Why am I the Pumpkin Man? Yes. What are you trying to say? What do you think I'm implying, Mike? I'm round and wide. (laughs) And orange and and, i'm definitely the pastiest white boy
2: i was was gonna say i've not seen mike in a while but last i checked he's not orange
1: i i am the pastiest i'm i am basically transparent i am so white (laughs) so definitely not orange do you want
0: want my title of cherry boy mike is that the one you want you know what yeah it sounds kind of fun (laughs) i okay
1: (laughs) mine is the only one with actual implications but okay (laughs) I'll have you know you call me round and orange, and I'm only one of those things, and it's not orange. <laughs> I mean, i tell you what, the fun thing I did learn in research for this I learned that chili is
0: a fruit, apparently, which I didn't know mm, before
1: this. No. Yes. No. Google wouldn't lie to me. I- I'm sure you're right. I'm just disagreeing. <laughs> I'm entitled to an opinion in this day and age. Oh. I, mean, I can see this is a massive tangent. I can see chilies are like berries, I guess. Are they berries? No. I mean, they grow on bushes, right?
2: Berries have the seeds on the outside?
1: No. No. Because, like, like, a blackberry is a berry, but a strawberry actually yeah. technically isn't because it's got the seeds on the outside, right? And, like, that's wow. why a banana is a berry, because it's got seeds on the inside. This it. we need to nail this down. Okay, let's go to this Google.
0: Is, this is, okay, well, while we'll, <laughs> Mike looks into that, how 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 is our chilli guy? How is Phil?
2: Um, Chill, apparently. Contrary to the A, name. chilly, apparently. No, I'm most definitely not chilly.
0: I mean, you're not burning alive like we were last time.
2: No, this is true. It's not quite that hot. Not yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ever the optimist.
2: It's summer. It's always going to get hotter. But yes. Google is being unhelpful. And I'm too lazy to keep
1: looking. <laughs> Let's just say I was right all along and move on with our lives.
0: You do. You could have just googled "Is chili a fruit?" and it would be yes. And then there you go. Done. Uh, uh, you
1: know what? Is chill, 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 chill. How do you spell chili? Is it One L or two? Has the red hot chili peppers lied to me all this time? Is chill, chill, chill chili one?
0: I hope uh, all of you at home are judging him just as much as I
1: am. How do you spell fruit? Fruit. Fruit. It. Is it a fruit or a vegetable? Ah, it's a common search. It's a fruit. How about that? Yeah, I, I did this entire journey yesterday. <laughs> I did this entire journey yesterday, when I was prepping
0: the notes for the first time, we were going to record, and then at three PM, I was like, "Oh, I've just gotten up."
1: <laughs> yeah, that did happen. I just woke up at like three, so yeah. So
0: yeah, here we are, a day after I read it, so I've already forgotten everything I read yesterday. So <laughs> let's get into it. So what series did we do this time around? Uh, we have covered Peach Boy Riverside, also known in Japan as Peach Boy Riverside. I, I must say, Phil, I'm loving the fact you're picking the series that have just one title in both countries. It's great.
1: As if anything, I'm a little annoyed because you're actually cutting down on his work, which is not my fetish.
2: It's fine. I made him have to go read about a Japanese folktale to make up for it. I did have to read about Mama Momotaro, but uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh,
0: so this is a manga. Um, it is just to be complicated. It's the one we read is a shonen manga, but it originally started as a sign-in web manga. Yay! Uh, either way, it's in the action genre. Uh, the web manga, as I mentioned, started in January '08, and is ongoing. Whereas the re- the manga, the more actual manga remake, actual manga, I don't
2: know the thing we read.
0: The thing we read, the more professional release, and the one that's getting localized, uh, started in August 2015. Uh, it's written by Kool Kiyoshinsha, who uh, was also the writer for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, which surprised me. And the art for this version that we read was done by Johanne. I believe this is their at least this was their only work I could find. Kool uh, Kiyoshinsha does the art for the web manga version. Uh, as I mentioned, this is licensed by Kodansha. Uh, volumes 1 to 8 are out now digitally, and the first volume will be out physically by the time this episode goes live. And speaking of things that will be out by the time this episode goes live, the anime adaptation. Yes, it's our anime tie episode. So this is airing in the summer season. Uh, it's being made by Asasi Production, who uh, did, among other things, Madapa Barks, Galilee Donna, and Shimatsuno Izetta. So uh, you can look forward to that. No announcement as we're recording on if it's going to be on Crunchyroll, for animation or elsewhere, but by the time this episode's out, it will have already start airing. So check the show notes and you can find out exactly where it is. But enough of where it is and how it is. What is it? Bill, take it away. Tell us all about Peach Boy Riverside.
2: Sure. Peach Boy Riverside follows the story of a princess of a kingdom who wishes to go out on an adventure however her father the king is very insistent that no that's stupid don't do that when a strange man comes into town and shortly thereafter the only the ever-present evil in the world appears to which this mysterious traveler slaughters them at which point sally sort of is a bit freaked out by this or all the blood and the guts, but collects herself and eventually builds up her determination to go on that adventure. And this is the story of her adventure, basically.
0: Yep, she she does what all what all girls in these series do when they're going to get serious. She cuts all her hair away, so she now has very short hair, and is like, "Here we go, journey starts now." Twin tail, no more. I will say as well, just because it will probably happen throughout the episode, uh, you'll probably hear us referring to the League uh, character by different names. I uh, could actually have localised her as Sally but um, in Japan, I think it's more Sari, S-A-R-I. Yeah. Yep. So uh, be prepared to hear us use those names interchangeably. The full name is sari
1: If you hear me using any names at all, then you're pretty lucky. So, you know, it's an event either way.
0: Yeah. Oh god. I'm. I'm. To be fair, I, they had to give her a nickname because her real name is like. Oh hi, I'm Princess
1: Saratorinaaldyke.
0: It's like. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: I. I never figured out how to pronounce her name, like ever. I was like Sa- Saratorine. I couldn't Turin? tell if it was
0: trying to be something like tangerine, but then with a different bit at the start. But considering you know peaches. But...
1: Yeah, that would kind of make sense. And they're constantly talking about. I assume some sort of Japanese folklore that I'm not. Too, which is like yes. a peach flowing down the river or something.
0: We'll get right into this because um it is referenced a couple of times, just with no context or anything. They just talk about Absolutely peaches going down none. the river and grandparents. And if you're not familiar with Japanese folktales, you'll be like, that's weird. It doesn't affect your reading of it, but you'll be like, what the hell are they on about? The oh well. But uh that does actually refer, uh, I did check this with Phil before the episode, uh, to Momotaro. Uh I don't know, do you want to say anything about that, Phil? Or Cause I knew loosely of it, but thought what it was actually called. Or yeah,
1: I still don't know anything about it. So you can fill me in at the same time.
2: Uh, it's a well-known Japanese folk tale about an elderly couple who didn't have any children. Who one day they go up to the mountain to do chores or whatever, and then a giant peach comes floating down the river and like, oh yeah, let's let's eat this. And then it opens up, and inside is a baby boy gifted to them by the gods, and the boy grows up, goes on to murder a bunch of demons, basically.
1: Oh. It's the like... version. Okay, yeah. no,
2: that... <laughs> not just collect a whole bunch of stuff for you, Mike. Yeah,
1: I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about with peaches in the river. And I think I have actually heard that story before. It, it
2: is a very popular folk tale. I knew
1: Japan. from a
0: few other, back when I used to watch first episode of everything that in a season... A couple of times I'd seen like references to like peaches going down a river and gone. That's weird. But uh yeah, now reading this, not only did that bit all click and I was like, Oh, the whole demon only thing is also part of the folktale. Okay.
2: Uh also because I actually didn't mention it on his journey to go kill all the demons, he befriends a dog, a monkey, and a pheasant, I want to say. Yes. Sure, it's not a rabbit. Uh, it might be a rabbit, but so I that don't would think somewhat it
1: make sense in the context of this story.
2: It would, but no, you're wrong character you're thinking of here, Mike.
1: Okay then. I mean he,
0: he has the dog, and to be he, fair he has him, the dog, yes. You don't you don't need to have the entire menagerie with him.
1: So also the dog can speak, which just comes yes. out of the blue at one point. It's like, oh oh this this entire story is set in the land of confusion. <laughs> it's like that's Nothing is very well explained. It's just like, this is how it is. And they move on. <laughs> like, oh, okay. What
0: what, what, what more do you need explained in this one? They live in the land where there are Oni ravaging the wilds. The Oni okay. hate people. People hate the Oni. There you go. Yeah.
1: That's pretty much all the context you're given, but there's no, nothing ever given towards, like, where the Oni come from, why they're big, a big enough issue that they can, like, destroy the landscape with a look, but it's there's still people just living their lives normally because people aren't strong enough to kill them Like no, no there's nothing wrong with that it's just like <laughs> if this is a constant issue how has is this not been a bigger issue before now stuff like that um you're also just told to accept that this entire society just exists um Also, there's demi humans. Like, You're...
0: You're told to man, <laughs> fucking society, right? I mean, just to
2: accept life exists.
0: I mean, we live in a society. Why is, is this town in this manga? Like, that's not realistic. <laughs> like, why, why, why does anyone
2: exist? Really,
1: <laughs> demons aren't real. Can't have that in a manga. <laughs> it's just okay. So it starts with this very sort of simple somewhat sheltered character
2: yes the princess yeah the
1: princess yep and then we get introduced to the idea of demons are attacking like okay um yes. sure why not uh some dude comes along kills them we find out a bit more about him but not much and then you can't possibly go out there it's dangerous ah you can't handle it out there a couple months later off you go yeah we're fine you can just go now, I I do agree that like the change of
0: heart is like considering she just cuts her hair and then he's like, Oh, clearly you've now got the resolve. It's like Oh, it's um, the hair that was holding her back. Like literally it would get caught indoors and it would hold her back. It would there should have been a couple of pages where they showed her either studying or training or doing something other than just what Ask our scan said, which is like, Yeah, I just thought about things for a month
1: and now I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, it annoyed the hell out of me that There was such a change of heart from her father, I think it was. Yes. Going from, no, you couldn't do that, to, yeah, off you go. Such a change of heart, in spite of the fact that, from what I can tell, she has no survival skills, no combat skills, like, really no knowledge of the world at all, considering everyone's always explaining stuff to her. Like, she is the engine which drives forth the exposition of this story, because everyone's always Be having fair, to explain though, if the you world. Don't know
2: much of the world. Going out traveling is a good way to learn about it, Mike.
1: Yeah, but everyone else knows about it, and there's clearly like knowledge just of the world
2: not available, royalty, Mike. They're they're allowed to go out.
1: No, no, I'm just saying, like the knowledge is clearly there, and you could have taken time to learn it before going. It just seems like a very bad choice to let your somewhat sheltered, untrained daughter go out into the world without. Any of this knowledge and be totally cool with it.
2: You're also making the assumption she's untrained.
1: She does seem very untrained based on the art and just the situation she gets into. Like, with one glaring exception, people do all of fighting for her and she doesn't seem to be able to control situations very well and just su- stuff like that. She, just based on what we've been shown,
2: she seems very untrained. She's not been trained though. It is a thing where like, you can have all the training in the world, but when you get down to the real thing, you can just freeze up.
1: Granted, yeah, okay. I am making a bit of an assumption there. I'm just going based on... Don't mind, I don't think she even travels with a weapon. To say. She does. She it has a very small sword. sword. Oh, okay.
0: It's a, the shortest of short swords. I thought that was something she picked up for a one-fight scene. but uh, Entirely um, possible. It, it's probably what she used to cut her, hair. I think. That would make sense. But the one that got me of the whole thing, because I can accept that she's sheltered, so it doesn't... Maybe even really know how to tackle going to the outside world and all of that. The one that gets me is when they introduce um, the best character, Frau, the uh, Hi, demi-human bunny man slash woman slash bay. Who knows? Certainly not the Scanlators, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but at that point, they're like, "Man, what's a what's a demi-human? Why why do people hate this thing?" But it's shown like that's such a thing that has apparently like, on a national level, people despise demihumans, and surely if you're being brought up in a sheltered environment you would have been taught, oh, stay the fuck away from those things, they'll kill you.
1: Yeah, the, the justification for people that hating sense.
0: demihumans, which
1: oh, for clarity well, are that's like... also fucking dumb, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I
2: mean, that's entirely accurate to real world, though.
1: Well, demihumans are, just to be clear, a combination animal... They're furries. They are, they are anthropomorphic animal people. Essentially, yes. uh, so part animal part person, and from what I can tell, they come in all varieties of animal person. Yes. So, and the one we meet and becomes a main character is a soft spoken, uh, bunny person and yes. like rabbit person. And that this is the first interaction we get, not just from demi humans, but from anyone outside the castle when she goes on her big adventure, and it's just you can't help but think, why do people hate? Do they hate just because different? And I get that that's yes. actually yes. accurate for real world. Well,
0: that's literally what they do hammer home. That the whole idea of like, we, well, they hate Onis and the Onis are like, they don't go into the origins of why the they hate each other. But basically, Onis hate humans, humans hate Onis. And, you know, those, those demi-humans, they're not human either. And some of them were a bit vicious once, So we hate them.
1: Yeah, this is pretty that's much what I was potential. trying to say originally with the whole nothing's really explained or justified it's just like we hate each other just cause move on
0: Well, it's one of the it's one of japan's ne- never subtle uh, allegories to
1: racism and yeah like uh... yeah no i get it um also if you do racism in the form of animal people then you are talking about racism with a race that doesn't exist so you're not gonna piss anyone off yeah, so, yeah. i get that <laughs> And it's just, it's just, it's very, um, I don't know how to really describe it. It's not confused. Confused is not the right word. It's very sort of just like hustled along a bit. Like it's a, it's, you're never meant to linger on any one point too much, which is, I think is only a bit jarring because themes of like racism and death are big themes, but then we're just like, and we're moving on (laughs) like constantly throughout this thing. I mean, time will tell with the deaf one, considering where we stopped off. But um, sure. I will say
0: the other thing, I, I see, I'm not even sure that it necessarily hustles them along. It's just it. So, for example, with um, so far, the demihuman, they kind of established that people hate them. So if they see them in real life, they're probably going to have a very negative reaction to that. And then it's as if the author um is like when they get to each new town, it's like, oh, right. I've got to invent a reason why they'll be fine. So um, for this one, it's because they say day. fair enough. But then they get to the next one, it's like, oh, because the captain of the guard says, yeah, it's it's all okay, and it's almost like these wrote in the pro- sorry, I don't know if they're a guy or a girl. Uh, they've wrote in themselves a problem, but they've now realised, oh, I have to address this every every time. Yeah, um, we're probably
1: going to be <laughs> screwing up pronouns a lot in this in terms of characters because uh, the both a combination of the scanlation we read. And the actual story along with the art itself. It confuses the genders and pronouns and all of that stuff, like that entire thing. It confuses it a lot. Like one of the actual story points, which I'm pretty sure is accurate in this case, is yeah. that the person we the peach boy in question that we meet, whose Makoto. name I will not remember. Makoto. Makoto, yeah. He is a he is definitely. A, a boy he is definitely a dude and but he is very slender and he has very long hair to the point where everyone assumes he is a petite girl and apparently they make that confusion a lot it never amounts to anything like no one ever goes like oh that girl's hot oh no you're a man gross like no one ever does any shit like that it's just that's a thing it's just a thing you have to that they discuss a lot and so they play with that idea a lot, but I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or not. Like, one of the things that um, gets confused a lot, at least in the version we read, is uh, the gender identity of Frau. And it doesn't matter to anything. It's just mentioned a lot, and it's, it's a little odd, but that's why we're going to be
0: confused. I can never tell if it wants to have a discussion on gender or not. I don't think it does. I
2: put that down to the scan later, i 'cause I'm I've mentioned it to you guys before we started recording. Japanese doesn't really have the he she pronouns. It it does, but they're not used. You typically refer to people by name. Yeah. So whenever they are talking about Frau they would say Frau rather than he or she.
1: Ah, uh, I do know though, that you never refer to them by their first name because that's rude for some reason.
2: You can refer to them by the first name as long as you're close to them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah it's, a familiarity it's a level thing. of familiarity, yeah.
1: Here's yeah. the fun thing.
0: I've just checked on Kedansha. Uh They as a male.
1: Okay. Well, it's the as we used
0: pretty much always kind of referred to them as female.
1: Yeah, like, it, it switches a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, this is also added to the confusion by brows just everyday wear. Like, the things they just wear every day is a schoolgirl outfit. Like, yeah. full-on sailor schoolgirl outfit. Like, sailor uniform, yeah. Yeah, like... I t- Alright, like I'm not judging, hey, I'm just hey, confused. Power to her, but yeah. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> I'm not, it's not like, I just want to be clear, I'm not confused in a, uh, people should be the right... Ge- oh god, fuck oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Like no. That. It's literally confusing to nail this down. And it's not important yeah. at all, but it's so confused. I'm just going to head that that they're gender neutral, and there we go. That would make sense, honestly. And it's like, it, it's bothering me, not because, <laughs> not not because of, like, the issue itself, but because they can't decide, and it fucks me up just to, like, make a decision. I don't care which decision, just make one. <laughs> like, oh, it's just... Because I, I have this innate desire to, like, figure shit out, and it's oh, frustrating when people can't seem to decide on an issue. But it's, it's, it's not an issue. It's not. I, yeah, yeah, it's not. I, I, I want to have a home. Proud is an amazing character. Like, Proud is
2: probably the best character in this whole thing. Yes. Fun fact, Sean. There's a spin-off entirely about them. That doesn't yeah. surprise
1: me at all. Podantia, if you can license that one as well. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Frau, who literally kicks things to death, and also has, seems to have a giant croquet hammer they never use. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, kicks things to death like in one fell swoop yeah and speaks in like,
0: my um, basically just speaks in like only a few words at a time yeah. but non sequiturs. yeah very adorable broken english, yeah yeah still adorable yeah. in doing so and it's like yeah
1: it's not even broken english like i mean again maybe this is a translation thing but it's like it, it it's it's very non-sequitur it's very like you absolutely can understand what they're saying they have an obsession with carrots because of course they do oh, they're a bunny night they're they're a rabbit why wouldn't you they fucking love Carrots, Jesus. They're yeah. constantly going on about them. They love Carrots to the point where they name one of yeah. the characters Carrot. I'm like, no, you can't call me Carrot. Carrot with a K? Yeah, it's not Carrot, it's Carrot. Goddamn Kakarot. Got... <laughs> <Or laughs> fucking <yeah>. Kakarot Cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit later in the story. But yeah, so the, the start of the story is really the build-up to Sort of decide what kind of world this is, and uh, the introduction of Mikoto, Mikoto? sure, Peach Boy, and yeah, and uh, that he does like doing violence. Uh, He even says at one point he likes he likes killing Oni so much that his job is not to save humans. His job is to kill Oni, so he will kill the Oni even after the humans are dead. Like, he'll let humans die. He just wants to kill the Oni. So Makoto's backstory, kind of following
0: on from the story of Momotaro, is uh, he wiped out all of the Oni from the island or land where he comes from. And then discovered that, oh, there's more of them in, like, other lands or other islands. Because obviously we don't know, like, how big the place where this is set is. Oh, I'll go over there and kill them as well. So he sets off on his journey to kill everyone. And, yeah, he... He essentially gets off over the thought of killing. Like he's not necess- he's not a bad outside of this, he's not portrayed as like a bad person, he's just portrayed as a relatively nice, mild mannered guy. But boy, when onis are involved, it's like, man, yeah, I just really wanna I really wanna kill all of them.
1: He is all horny them. for Oni violence.
0: Yes. Although in fairness, it is also hard to tell at times whether that's him or his power.
2: But column A or column B. Probably.
0: Because it's when um, later on we see Asari uh, sari essentially has her own less powerful version of this power, which is done brilliantly, by the way. I love the upside down love hearts in her eyes when they activate. It's a really that, cool visual.
2: Peach.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, that makes more sense. Right. <laughs> it's because c- it's, it's less, fr- it's not round on the top. It's uh, like a. Yeah, like it
1: is so pointed.
0: It looks more like an upside down love heart. But yeah, either way, I love that visual. But yeah, but like when hers activates as well, she's clearly like. you've already seen her spacing out and she kind of like seems to flip between like a normal personality and a psychopath so Mm -hmm. it's to say it's hard to tell if it's all like for with Makoto if it's all like
1: that's him or is that his power or as Phil says a combination of both yeah because this uh, once we get into the first village and we find all the racism about demi-humans and stuff which again is kind of there but they don't really do anything with they come, they get attacked by this uh, what well, I can only describe as giant chicken demon. Cockatrice. It could could be a cockatrice, yeah. I don't know
2: if they ever say that, but yeah. They probably don't. That's how I would describe it.
1: No, yeah, you're right, you're right. And uh, and it seems that because um, Sari gets like face to face with this thing and freezes up. And I thought they were just going to do the thing that annoys the shit out of me, which is like cha- main character gets in face of enemy and then freezes up and then is just too damn scared to do anything, and it happens so often in anime. And I wouldn't mind them freezing up and being scared, it's just the fact that they always seem to linger on it for way too long. It's one of my biggest complaints about um, Attack on Titan, where it's just, the entire time, it's it's like 5% killing titans and 90% being scared of titans. (laughs) It's like, alright, can we get on with it a little bit?
0: I mean, in fairness, they do see it in this one that for reasons she doesn't know, she's always drawn to this, and has, like, a hot feeling in her chest, I think, is the way she describes it, and all that kind of spaces out, so it makes sense that she
1: just stands there blankly, because that's what happens. And (laughs) I thought that's what they were doing, and this is the first time you see Frau getting involved, and Frau saves Sorry, just to... (laughs) Goomba stomps him. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah, like, kicks it in the face to death in one fell swoop, and... Like a flying kick as well. It's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing that's because, you know, rabbits jump, powerful legs, that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, and it did that to pay them back for feeding them a carrot, because of course they did. So that's how we're introduced to that whole scene. And I, I was like, okay, we're going we're to do this again. Sheltered princess, learns about the world the hard way kind of thing. I, we've seen it before. And then later on, you get a completely separate town, completely separate scene, whatever. Uh, you get a an oni attack. So these are like actually really powerful things, not just some random monster. They have horns. They they do. That makes them powerful oni because they have that, horns. That makes
2: them oni rather than just demons. Sure. I believe
1: it's a distinction. I I think you're correct. Yes, and in that scene, you see Frau trying to defend Sari again, but uh, Frau is just no match for this thing. Like Frau gets beaten the fuck up. Um, going to. <laughs> And <laughs> says a bunch of times I will stall them, you escape Which, you know, that's very self-sacrificing Very nice of you, Frau Sorry, just stands there
2: <laughs> no, 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 she does escape And then she goes back
1: Oh, okay, is that better? Well, she <laughs> escapes
2: <laughs> and then her thing kicks in So she's yeah, gone
1: Like, okay, I understand that there is more to it But it's just kind of a dick move, isn't it? Well, Someone's still life for point. you Yeah, but
2: <laughs> Well, she's not even aware of her power
1: I know, I know, because it's at this point uh, this big walrus looking guy, like he actually looks like a walrus or something, um, yes. goes to punch her, I guess, and she manages to, it's not very well defined, but like stop his fist and then rip his yeah. arm off in one fell swoop, but in like a clean cut kind of motion. I, I
2: think she cuts it off. She,
1: yeah, it's yeah. literally just in one power, like she just flicks it away and then essentially there goes his arm, gone. Yeah. Hoof. And yeah, it turns out she also has superpowers like the Peach Boy. Yes. She had those all along, and this is mm-hmm. where one of my confusions came in because it was like... Because the line they give in the manga is like, it turns out two peaches came down the river. I'm like, what it the was like, fuck? what if
2: there was more than one? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: What if there was more than one child of the gods, basically? Like,
1: well? what? Why are we dropping fruit in a river? What? <laughs> like, this is... Uh, <laughs> this is my confusion, but I suppose yeah. it makes more sense now. Yes, to be fair, this does also...
0: Point kind of something I wanted to bring up. So, not that I think it's bad per se to do it this way, but most combat in this is one sided stomps. Like, <laughs> there's very so little it. actual back and forth in combat. It's either. So, as we said, Frau one shots the cockatrice. There is a little bit of back and forth between Frau and the walrus, but it's mostly one sided. Mm-hmm. Then, essentially, sorry just stomps the walrus without any issues. Uh, elsewhere you have Makoto stomping the eye demon with no issues
1: oh yeah there's totally an eye demon
0: As i say there, there are it's not always just like one panel over but like every fight there hasn't been like a even fight so far it's always been like one side stomps the other at the end
1: yeah like we did read two volumes of this but two yeah. volumes in this accounts for seven chapters which and they were a bit on the longer side as far as so, managers. yeah, just uh, because I did just double check this. So basically, uh, this came out well, this
0: launched in a magazine that um was bi monthly, at least in the period when we're of what we've read. So that's why it's less chapters and they're slightly like there were like 60 ish pages each.
1: Yeah, but my point is it was still relatively early in an overarching story because we found out there's like 40 something chapters in total. Yeah, no, I accept that. Yeah, no, that I mean, that's that's why we're not getting a lot of huge in depth story details like big twists or anything well not that many we got but, but a couple and so i think the point of these one sided stomp fights are meant to just show you the powers that are at play here and uh you get the idea like some sort of idea of like scale i think is that's the idea like yeah peach boy is the most powerful thing ever because he can take giant demon lasers to the face and not give a shit but also sorry can also do that so yeah
0: i mean to be fair i did like the uh at least at the start uh like one of the de- like when the first demons arrive so like the first only arrive in the sari's home kingdom as it were and he's like oh man you're gonna have to sacrifice like 30 humans to me a month or whatever it mm-hmm. is and so it's like yeah and that's our plan ha <laughs> ha and he just walks along the street and sees Mikoto. and like fuck this shit i'm out
2: i'm <laughs> <Yes>. leaving
0: <laughs> i know what that kid does the fuck <laughs> it's because, well,
2: he goes, he goes back to the army they've got outside the city, he goes up to like the lieutenant, I guess, of this little yeah. thing, the other person in charge, and he's like, we're, we're fucking getting out of here. <laughs> like, Why? Oh, you remember that guy that decimated where I came from? He's fucking here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> he's just like, nah, you're fucking crazy. It's just a human. And then he <laughs> turns up and murders them all. See, I, yep. just,
0: I just like that smartness from the one guy. He's
1: going, no, I'm not staying. Have fun. Bye. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he hadn't put his headband on at that point, so it was clearly Uh, harmless. Sure. Yeah, he's got like a a headband thing that he ties around, presumably to keep his hair out of his face. He puts a headband on and becomes the
0: lead from Shaman King. (laughs) Still haven't seen Shaman King.
2: (laughs) He doesn't have a headband? The Shaman King one, you mean? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a headband,
0: does he? I don't don't know. know. I don't know. I haven't read that in ten years, Phil.
2: He has a set of headphones.
0: He puts that on, he looks very, like, very much reminded me of uh, Shaman. Like, I'm really. guessing it's meant um, to
1: be more right. a traditional samurai look, because samurai would well, yeah, like, uh, not a samurai, sorry, a uh, ronin, sorry, because a uh, uh, samurai would only tie up their hair if they were in uh, service to someone. And so, if your hair's down like that, then you're a wandering samurai, who are or apparently the, not very, have very few scruples as well, like uh, Turns out, roaming samurai without a master were kind of assholes. Turns out,
2: funny that uh, yeah. much like much like <laughs> Yeah, very
0: much so. And I'm I'm kind of glad that like the story because you think that, oh, okay, so this is the story she's going to tag along with him. Um, yeah, I mean that doesn't happen. Like he wanders off, she goes, no, I'll follow you, and then sees you know a, a pile of dead oni, and funnily mm. enough, has lots like,
2: of blood and guts, and
0: yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, this is
1: pre-cutting her hair off.
2: Of course. Yes. yes this is chapter one
0: this is back when she's twin tails but yeah, yeah. um but yeah but then so part of her journey is like chasing after him but also yeah he's kept at a distance which is probably for the best considering his insane yeah. power level and personality
1: and yeah all that. i i do actually like the way this is written in that regard because it's, it's very much her story and he's an element in it yes like he never derails her adventure uh but she, he does pop up a lot uh we even get a Decent allusion to this at one point because the very first chapter, she says, "I will join you" and tries to, jo- tries to let me him. follow along with you. Yeah, yeah, and then then is not capable of because of the the violence and guts and whatnot. And then later on, when he meets them on the road, she says, "Why don't we adventure together?" And he turns her down again. And but that's like important. The the difference in wording is so important because it goes from "I'm going to follow you" to "We will be equal in this endeavor." They even point that out, don't they? Yeah, absolutely he's,
2: it does. He's yeah. talking to Doug, he's like, oh, you know, I almost took her up on that offer. That's Like if I, I look will, back, I yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: To be fair, I'm also pretty sure I picked it up on my first reading and then didn't when I skimmed it for the second one. So I don't but I don't think I imagined this. Doesn't he say at one point that he has the hots for essentially people who look like a
2: uh, possible I think, I think what you're thinking of is there was a bonus chapter at the end of volume one, I think it right, was. Right, okay. Which is presumably like Makoto coming to this country because he's on a boat with the dog. Yes. And the dog's like, why, why don't you try and like hook up with some girls in this new land? And he's like, uh, maybe there's a busty blonde or something. <laughs> I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they are not shy with the busts in this. Eh, not really, no. but well, they even do the fucking cliche thing of at the beginning when main character, uh, sorry, she's talking about how she's going to go out in the world on her own, she's going to be confident. They couldn't fucking help doing, like, the arms folding across the stomach, pushing the chest up thing pose. Like, they couldn't resist it. Like, they, we have to do at least one of these. It's just, it's only annoying, because this is a very sort of sad, submissive pose, but she's also talking about how she's going to be confident and go out in the world on her own. And it just annoyed me that they just couldn't resist doing that at least once. Like, ugh. All right.
0: We'll say though, like this does not like at least, well, I I don't okay. That's not even really pervy thing. Like yeah, this avoids doing like any kind of pervy nonsense, at least what we've read so far.
1: If there is anything to be perverse in this, it is purely on the reader, not on the artist and writer. Like I could absolutely see how you could fetishize the lot of this. Like all of it could be fetishized. Like there's a there's a bunny human. Oh god, there's a bunny human in a skirt and in a skirt, like,
0: we've yeah. already discussed gender so I'm like, oh, let's flip the skirt up and find out.
1: <laughs> like, th- there's a uh, there's a busty demon lady who is super powerful but then becomes really weak for a little while afterwards. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's just, it's like, you could absolutely fetishize a lot of this, but to their credit, they don't. So,
2: yeah. Just on that note, I actually quite like Sari's design when she goes adventuring Mm -hmm. she's wearing like normal people clothes
1: yep she's not she's not wearing final fantasy level 35
2: gear she's not wearing bikini (laughs) armor or anything no
1: bikini armor she's very adamant
0: that i'm princess no more so just yeah just like a normal person
1: in fact most people in this dress like normal people with the exception of Frau, yes. <laughs> I mean, Frau, you could argue, is still normal <laughs> clothes.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's normal clothes, but I feel like schoolgirl outfit in a yeah, it doesn't fancy type world. It's a little uh, out of it.
1: Anachronistic's not the right word because that means the wrong time, but yeah, it kind of anachronistic, yeah. Kind of place. Yeah, yeah it is very out of place. I mean,
0: I will say one thing, like, and this might be the first instance of it on this show. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but this is. This is a fantasy series that isn't a fucking video game yeah there's that no is true box, it's not a quasi mmo it's not an isekai yet <laughs> like, yeah
1: D- don't y- yet <laughs> <laughs> i mean we've already said it's like 45 chapters line uh, long so yeah there you go there's time <laughs> i say this is
0: i i i I was, it was nice to read something like that without like 100 forced video game references
1: yeah I completely agree with you Like, maybe it's just sh- the sheer level of like how refreshing that fact is we've been beaten
0: into submission by this.
1: yeah but I think I, I definitely appreciated seeing all of this and like letting it just be its own, its own thing and it like even though I do still think it hurries certain explanations along a little more than it should for the most part, it does make some sense as well. Like uh, I, I'm still not completely clear how all of these different societies are capable of coexisting without them have deleting each other yet. But we'll. I See, mean, they, maybe they're, come they're working on it. Because boy, howdy! Yeah. You say yeah. deleting?
0: There is yeah. that caught yeah. me off guard. There's, so there's a scene where essentially they've been they fought the. um as we mentioned earlier, the Waller, Sony, and uh, the Ione, who Demon later become, yeah, who later becomes Carrot and joins them when uh, Mikoto, uh, in an act of man, how evil he is, coughs yeah. off, strips her of her powers basically, and then it's like, oh, it would be more evil to let her live. It's nothing to do with my backstory. No, I mean it does.
2: It does also say like, yeah, but now she's basically human, which means yes. The the only society will shun her and probably just kill her anyway. We
0: openly see that later on with another oni. We're on back. Yes. To talk about it, shows up and it's like, yeah, you're no better than a human. Now. But yeah, like after all of that, and then they're like, well, we're gonna save this oni from being like presumably killed by the village. So we're gonna break them out, and they break out. And the captain of the knights, who's another character we haven't talked about yet, and kind of like, no, you can't do that. Hand me my horse. I will chase them. At which point, um. That entire kingdom slash town is annihilated in one blast.
1: Just straight up deleted. Like the only thing left of it is a hand holding a holding like a piece of um horse's reins.
0: I was like, God, fucking damn. Okay, I did not see that coming.
2: To be cleared, not not the captain of the knight's hand.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was the guy who was handing him his horse. Yeah, yes. But yeah, it's <laughs> this is another where- area where the uh. The translation. I don't know if the translation fucked up or what, but they couldn't seem to decide how devastating the damage was, because in the translation I read, at least, they kept saying the entire country
2: got deleted. It's like, wait, what? I assume these are all sort of like city-states, is the thing.
1: Yeah, that would make a bit more sense. That's the thing. It's hard to say how big a
0: kingdom is, because um the kingdom that he's so... um. Not but names matter, but uh like the guy, the night sky, this is Rimdar, whereas um comes from bloody Aldike is where Sari comes from. Yeah. But again, there's no real context for scout Not that you really even need it, but yeah, it is just at the very least, the entire city slash settlement they've been in and the story have been centered around for like the last chapter or two, gone in an instant.
1: Yeah. the only thing that gets me about it is again, I don't know if it was the translation or if it was meant to be like this, but it it seemed to use the term Castle, city, and country interchangeably. It's like, I t- come on, man. <laughs> Give me a clue. <laughs> it's back to, like, I need to figure this out. Either
0: way, clearly uh, clearly something of an insane magnitude. Which, in fairness, then does also lean to one of Mike's earlier points of if you're packing that kind of power,
2: how are humans still around? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we do get a little bit of a glimpse earlier from the other only that they can't blow away the whole city so it's not something all of them can do necessarily
0: no i appreciate only the top tier onis are able to do this but
1: yeah but if the top tier onis can do this and humans can't even hope to stand up to them why aren't they getting off their lazy asses (laughs) and just wiping humanity out they clearly can with all
2: the things mike like, maybe what? they've got to take the kids to nursery. I don't know. I mean, we
1: do see like
0: there is a clear dance puppets, dance guy leading the onis, or at least in a higher figure of command. Yeah, there anyone. is a hierarchy yeah. to it.
1: Yeah. That's, that, that felt very tacked on, and because we say so as well, that very, very yaddy added. I don't know. I don't know. Don't,
0: yaddy added. The one that got me is it does do the one whole trope of man, here are these problem people who've been causing us minor issues. We could annihilate them now and end this. No, come back! You've got to come back. But I can yeah, kill them. you've got to come back. It's like ah, oh man, this trope from um bloody Power Rangers was like they're dead.
1: I'm leaving now for no reason. Yeah, I'm guessing it's just because they want to try and keep, like, story-wise, they're trying to keep the the big powers apart from each other so you can build up. Story wise it's so you
0: don't just kill off the main characters like
1: like volume two. (laughs) Well like I don't know. I I believe that I believe that um she would have whatever Uh, well Peach Boy wasn't there at the time but I think Sarah would have probably no he um wandered off by
2: (laughs) done his business and moved on.
1: Oh okay. Well I'm just saying like I yeah like I believe they could have stopped him but they also you just get like uh this scene where this demon turns up completely us a city state whatever and i mean like completely like it's gone the no ruins straight up lasered the whole thing out of existence and then he just like rocks up to this group the there's this only that's joined their side because she's had all of her powers removed from her like her horns cut off and her eyes cut out which is where all her power was so she's basically a human with elf ears now yes so he's like, oh, you're, you're gross. You're basically human. I'm going to kill you. Which you, yeah, absolutely you believe he could do if he just did that to an entire city. And then he gets a voice in his head saying, no, don't. He's like, okay. And then just leaves. So like, what the fuck? <laughs> why, why did you do any of this? And I get it was, again, it was all just an excuse to get the captain of the guard to join the party because they're trying to throw together this, uh, Ramshackle team and and the, one. the not only the noni. Sorry. The point the point is like something that'll also know that
0: I mean if they're already having fun with like how will we be accepted with a Devi human? Oh boy, how will people accept them when she's traveling with an Oni? Dun 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 find out. Be
2: fair, the difference is no one will notice she's running. Yeah. Apart from the elf ears. No one seems to point that out though.
1: <laughs> yeah, no one points it out. They're like, yeah, just pointy ears, what of it? Oh yeah, it's just yeah. A, a just a trekkie, it's fine.
2: I mean, maybe elves are a thing, Mike.
1: I maybe. I mean, Onis and demons are. Maybe elves are a thing. I doubt it because so they, <laughs> they would just call her an elf if that was the case, but
0: uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, in fairness, this, like, because it's something we've complained about in past fantasy ones where they just drown you in, like, this is the four kingdoms and here's the mechanics sure. of magic and here are the 25 races and how they hate each other. Whereas in this one, it's like, it'll give you the little bits when it specifically needs to like, Oh, here's a Demi-Human. So let's explain Demi-Humans, but otherwise it doesn't drown you in exposition or something no, that isn't needed.
1: I assure you, I appreciate that. Like, uh, <laughs> let, it not, let, let it not be said that I don't appreciate not being drowned in exposition, but I do think it goes too far the other way where it's like, it's it's not confusing. Like it's not, it's not like so far that it's infuriating. It's like, it's just far enough. You're like, but, more context, please. And it's like, it's just it's just missed the mark a little bit in my mind. So many things are just like, and that happens. Why? Because, okay, and now next thing. It just feels very, uh, rushed isn't even the right word. Like, it doesn't feel rushed. The pacing of this feels fine. It just feels very not well explained on occasion. I don't know, it just rubs me up the wrong way. You up the wrong way.
0: Oh, promises, promises. But in, in fairness to say, the web manga version started like seven years before the actual the version that we read started up. So they had time to probably iron out any
1: pacing issues and anything like that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if it was, I guess it would be very easy to accidentally make this story far more con- condensed than, than it is. And they don't. And that is appreciated. Like, this is, you're probably guessing by now, this is not the worst thing we've ever read. Like, this is, yeah, this is. Like dare I say, fine. Ste- steady on now, Mike. Cool. Heavy praise from you. It is a decent representation of a fantasy genre, which is not an isekai. And you know what? I appreciate that. I do, and it doesn't. Sp- it, nothing it does badly is so bad that it's an unforgivable sin. Because even when we f- where we finish the story, you're getting like. That is where we finish reading, sorry. You're getting inklings of other things going on behind the scenes, but it doesn't feel the need to throw it in your face all that much, apart from that one scene. I do really appreciate as well how it does, like, a little
0: bit, like, it doesn't drown you in it, but it does see the little bits. Like, the giant Oni who evaporates the town, he wasn't there originally, but he comes along because the other one, like, one of the other Onis is like, well, I knew the crazy good strong guy was here, so I called
1: for backup. That did happen, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's just yeah. like, and it's not like that's like a whole like, oh my God, a 20-page chat in the fight about that. That's just like a couple of panels every now and again. It's like,
1: oh, you did that. Oh, whoops. Well, rub, rub. and well, but then he immediately falls up with like, oh, it's going to take, what, 20 minutes? You really think you can survive that long?
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> fair enough. Like, don't give me wrong. I appreciate all of that. But it does like take the moments to like
1: set up things. So there are reasons yeah. why things happen. Yeah, no, I and i appreciate it like I, i'm not saying i hate this because i definitely don't it's i don't know it just it's something about it it just don't really doesn't really jive with me maybe it's just that i've forgotten how to like things and like i know only hate sad thing is i can believe that me too man me too <laughs> like doing this podcast beats a beats a brother down you know just Fucking hell. <laughs> we
0: did the what anniversary and again. Mike was like, God damn, they were only like <laughs> solo leveling
1: a few others and there you go. <laughs> like, three of them were tolerable. We've been doing it for a year. Why, <laughs> <laughs> we're trash vanguard friends, Mike. That we are. <laughs> oh, dear. That's the thing. I don't I don't know if I would trash this, guys. No, I wouldn't. Because, like, Phil, you, you you read this. Continue to read this, I assume.
2: Uh... I will now, yes.
0: Uh, let me let me put this in context there. Uh, yeah, this is one of the ones Phil picked up because he was like, man, I really need to start reading some Shonen so that we can cover a Shonen on the show. Sure was. Yeah. And then, who, is this Shonen? <laughs> who knows? Yeah, I was really unsure about that as well. It really doesn't help, that the web manga is apparently a sign in and then this one is a Shonen because this kind of sits in the same awkward in between like Attack on Titan does because Attack on Titan is technically a Shonen. But is it? But
1: it's also, like, grotesquely violent. People get eaten. pace first. Is that shonen? Oh, fucking <laughs> up. Okay, I I could absolutely just sit here and rant about Attack on Titan's inconsistent <laughs> violence. I, there, I won't rant. Okay, I will. But I, I'll i only rant a little bit about But here this. we go. <laughs> One point, right? Okay, so whole shtick of Titans is they eat people. Okay? Sure. Sometimes they bite them in half, sometimes they swallow them whole, whatever. Point is, chunks are taken out of people, and sometimes they ate the whole thing. That's fine. There is one scene in both the manga and the anime where some humans are going to fight some titans, then we cut away for a while, and we cut back, and the humans have been massacred. It happens all the time. So that part I don't have a problem with. What I do have a problem is, the last human alive is like, just slumped over a rock, and he's like badly beaten and stuff, but the only visible injury he has is that his eyes are removed. He has no eyes. Which fucking titan did that? They're the size of houses. To leave the rest of him intact, but take his eyes out. How did that happen? And no, it wasn't like a soldier going rogue or anything. It absolutely is just a titan doing this. Maybe he threw him at the rock so hard his eyes popped out. And the rest of him was fine.
2: It's
0: a very uh-huh. angular rock.
2: <laughs> Dabbed him on some sticks to gouge out the eyes. That... It
1: pisses me off so That's much. Because
2: <laughs> it's so inconsistent. But, you know, you can get those fondue prong things. Maybe you've got some some time <laughs> versions of them.
1: Someone threw a giant fork at him a gardening fork, Oh, to be fair, I swear there was
0: a plot point, in one of those, where some character survives because he's eaten whole instead of like bitten in half.
1: Yeah. So then, like, fights his way out of like the throat or the chest or wherever the fuck he ends up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's even with the. Okay, no, I could... I could absolutely rant about Tack on Titan all day. Should we review Tack on Titan? <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. I uh... could go on for hours. <laughs> But yeah, either
0: way, that, that kind of sits in the same kind of like, is it Shodan? Is it sign-in territory that this kind of exhibits in as well? So yeah.
1: The reason why I get so confused about the actual genre placement or demographic placement, whatever you call it, is because this thing starts out quite nice and a little cutesy and talking about relationships a lot. And then Cherry Boy shows up. Oh, it's a pretty person. Oh, look at that. Oh, a friend. Oh, walked in on them changing. Turns out they're a boy. Oh, violence. Oh! <laughs> It just comes out of nowhere, and then it goes right back to oh, look at the cute bunny person who likes carrots. Like, oh my god! Like, we I haven't said it in a while. It gave me whiplash.
2: I haven't said that one in a while. By which you mean since the last episode, probably?
1: Did we say it in the last episode? Damn it!
2: I I've been I trying assume not you to say it say that. every episode, Mike. So I
0: have been actively trying. I don't that. think there was any whiplash in Alice Academy. That was just straight shit. <laughs> I got
1: whiplash looking for the point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got whiplash trying to find where on the page I was meant to go next. That was Alice Academy.
1: (laughs) Straight up brain strain from that one.
0: Uh, I mean, I'll tell you something. This definitely does better than Alice Academy.
1: Art. Yeah. The art in this is really good. This is kind of what I was uh, building to. Like, you can always tell what's going on. No face blindness whatsoever. In fairness, Mike, if you said you had character blindness in the series where it's like, his girl is a <laughs> bunny. <funny>. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair, but like even between like the individual background humans, apart from like the ones which are meant to be Soldier One, Soldier Two, whatever, who just are never named and have one line. With the exception of that, like you can always tell people apart. Like all of the named characters or speaking characters, they they all feel distinct and different. Because the art is so very good and it does need to be because they're doing some quite inventive designs. Because you seem to be having like Humanoid characters and then just animalistic beast characters. And you can always tell what they're going for in all of these scenarios. Because it's always so clear. Like it's very, very good art. It is some of the best art we've seen. Just in that regard alone. Because they do backgrounds well as well. They don't lean on the the brightly cut the striped background shit all that much. They they don't they show you how powerful someone is without boiling it down to look at my fighting spirit aura don't do any of that it's just really really well put together like compliments
0: There's some nice transitional shots like i think there's one point where you see makoto with both his um peach boy eyes activated and then you go to sari who has the same thing in one of her eyes like oh shit mm-hmm. i know what that means yeah say lots of lots of nice facial expressions facial yeah. expressions are great and... too. I don't know if this will obviously because we read a scan nation so i don't know if this will be in the kodanshi version as well but um the one we read also used a different font for whenever i was speaking which mm-hmm. i yep. liked as well yep well, that was a good choice.
1: yeah i i think that that was definitely not well, intentional obviously but i reckon that would have translated somehow not that i can really tell whenever japanese text is using different fonts yeah like i, I assume they do have different fonts but yes yeah. Yes, Mike. I can never. I can never tell. No,
0: Mike. All of Japan uses Times New Roman. <laughs> I mean,
1: maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> For everything. <laughs> I, I maybe they do. I. You know what? I'm going to boil this down to yet another cultural difference that doesn't translate well. And if you that, say it that, does, then that sh- was the peaches, Mike. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I mean, I do get the whole peach thing now, but I feel like they lean on it a bit too much in the sense of... Uh, uh, oh, come on. Like, they no, it's, it's more if you don't... Volume. Yeah. If you don't know the story, though... yeah. And, like, they do mention the story very briefly. But if you don't know it, then that becomes very confusing very quickly. Every time they mention it,
2: like, why the fuck are we talking about fruit now? What? It's very popular in Japan, Mike. You'd yeah, that... pressed to find people who didn't know the story.
1: Sure,
0: sure. Like, uh, I think... Definitely from the perspective of Japanese, then yes, it would absolutely make sense. In the same way, if we were reading the story and it was just, oh, here's um, King Arthur. And we're like, yeah, cool. I know all about that already because I grew up in Britain. Sure. I assume Kodansha will, because again, there's not going to be that same base level of familiarity, even among um, weebs in, outside of Japan. So I'm assuming, I'm hoping they'll put like a page or two at the back being like, here's a very brief summary of the story of Momotaro the end They you go
1: done job done god every time you say momotaro i just i hear monogatari and i get a little bit angrier because <laughs> it reminds me of minamoto's story yeah yeah fucking hell yeah i mean hey this is this is another this is another manga
0: based on a old japanese tale
1: yeah so why doesn't he fuck his cousin in it you, you, you want that is that what you want <laughs> do
0: you want a scene where um Sari's like, you know what, Frau?
1: I fucking love you. I'm sure the internet does, but
2: it's (laughs) like, probably. And if you want
0: that, go watch B (laughs) Stars.
1: I was gonna make a point, but I'm not going to anymore. (laughs) I I just—you don't have to adapt Japanese folklore into gross things, and I feel like this proves it. I do love that they, the way they've adapted it is, yeah, even though the the actual story, from what you've said, it feels like the Peach Boy is very much the hero of that story, but I am not convinced he is the hero of this story. Like, it feels very much, uh, very much final season of Game of Thrones, where it turns out they're doing evil things, but it just so happens to have also been the right thing.
0: Yeah, well, there's a, very, there's a very clear, when they the two have their discussion, when they meet up for the like second time or whatever it is, there's a very clear difference now of ideology of like, Sari wants people to accept like demi-humans or like essentially that you can have non-humans who aren't evil pretty much and stop being so goddamn racist. Yes. And meanwhile, Mikoto's um, story is still very clearly, like, I'll kill anyone who isn't a human given half a chance.
2: Mm-hmm. Specifically only.
0: Uh he it's it's the implication from what he says seems to be more that he wouldn't mind doing it killing demi humans as well. That's the implication I got more well, he's him. never
2: shown any interest he's never done Denny it, humans.
0: but he also is very clear to say yeah I, he wants to kill enemies of humanity. More I do
2: get what he you're he saying though. Say that more. It's, no, it was, it, it's
1: in the I, I know what you're talking about. There's a scene yeah. the second time they meet where um sorry essentially just asks why do humans hate demi-humans yes which again i feel like you should you know have known that before you left the castle but whatever and then um makoto he then spends time like essentially doing a uh a, a metaphor for it like a like a, uh, an anecdote he s- talks says an anecdote of like imagine if Somebody in your family was killed by a beast person, by a demi human. And the then, person, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then that you would hate that person. And then that hate would turn into rage and rage would turn into revenge. But your revenge wouldn't be satiated by killing that guy. So you'd spread that, that prejudice and that hate to everyone. And that's essentially what's happened here. Someone got killed sometime and it spread out from there. And in that time, he kind of implies in that story that because he's like enjoying the story while he's telling it like he's got his full-on psycho face on and he implies that like if demi-humans take one step to wronging him in any way they're all just dead to him and he would just go on a rampage but he never explicitly says that
2: i don't think that's specific to demi-humans though
1: no i don't think it is i think he'd be you do away with I, I think it wrong, he's then. giving that
2: story, for example, because an Oni did something to him already, and that's why he wants to go around murdering all the Oni. He just yeah, used yeah. a Demi-Human in this case because Sally was asking about Demi-Humans specifically.
1: Yeah, no, I, I do believe that, but I do think it is also basically what Sean said. Like, they one step away, one misstep from becoming next on his shit list.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> again, I think literally anyone's one step away from being on his oh, shit yeah, list. Oh yeah,
1: totally. Like, humans as well. <laughs> It's like, oh, that, that insect, that mosquito, drank my blood last time, last night. All like, oh, mosquitoes. I, I don't now think next. he's
2: he is not on the warpath against demi humans, as far as we know.
1: As of yet,
0: at the, at the point we're at, yeah, he's not doing anything like that. But again, it's it's not a stretch for him to believe his character could go down that path as the story progresses.
1: Yeah, because he's weirdly petty about it as well. Like about his vendetta against Uloni, <laughs> it's like he He is. On the war path, like he's fucking Terminator. He rocks up like this. He's like, no, they're all they're all gonna die. I think he's yeah. already
0: killed at least one of civilization's worth of yeah, them, and he's second still second. like, no, I
1: want more. Well, I say we <laughs> don't know how big the place he comes from is. Based on this mangrove, it might have just been a small city. Like, <laughs> fucking no. Oh,
0: you mean a kingdom? Yes.
1: Yeah, totally a country. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the point is, yeah, he's he's not he's not stopped yet. He he. He's on this to the end. Boy, he really
1: wants to fucking kill all of them. He's not getting bored of this. I mean, at least it's not like the moronic, uh, I am a vampire who kills all vampires. Like, so you're going to kill yourself eventually. <laughs> That's fucking dumb. I must wipe out the vampire scourge. You are the vampire scourge. I
0: must kill all sabers, even though I am a saber.
1: Yeah, it's like fulfiller. it's... <laughs> that, that whole concept is done to death, and it's it's a little dumb. At least he's, as far as we know, at least he's human as far as we know. I mean, he came, he apparently came from a peach, so fucking who knows? Maybe he's a fruit. We don't know the origin of the power. Like, are they actually from people from peaches or...
0: Yeah. Because obviously we don't know. Uh, as far as we're aware, Sa- we assume Sari just, you know, is the king's daughter.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming the peach thing is a metaphor. Yes. Right. It's not Literally. literal. And I'm assuming that certain people are just born with this kind of very ill-defined laser proof power i i am a god of uh, killing onis now yes yeah because uh, they do the whole dragon ball z-esque thing of getting hit with the laser all of the ground around them the buildings everything's just been completely leveled completely flat glassy edge on the ground except the tiny bit of land they're standing on because <laughs> <laughs> they protected yeah. that bit of land yeah
0: it's Kami or the example i always thought of was um the uh, oh, what are they call in Bleach, Sarah, I think. Sarah's yeah. from
1: Bleach, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And in fact, I'm pretty sure they're meant to be like the same thing mythologically speaking. They do it from the horn and everything It's like, yep, yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> yep. Because uh Anoni's power is in their horn and sometimes other body parts maybe. Uh gifts, I think is I think the implication with Ioni is that that's a gift. So hence why she can shoot it out of her eye. Sure. It's one of those uh the the whole Oni thing is Very much make it up as they go along. Oh, they're all unique, so we can just pull whatever power we want out of our asses. I'm not too worried about it because, fine. As far as as far as story engines go, that one's not insulting. It's it's not gone down the bleach path yet of like a billion different crazy wacky. But they're still hollows. Yeah. Oh fucking hell! Oh, you (laughs) thought there was
2: only ten Espada?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the the zero zero (laughs) Espada. Fucking hell! I hated that. So much. <laughs> I didn't hate that. I hated that the fight happens off-panel. It happens off-screen. Yeah, Why? he's up
0: the zero, and then he gets goomba stalked by whoever the fuck it is. It's, it's Biyaki and or... Kenpachi
1: yeah. It's Araki, yeah. yeah, which yeah, I, mean, I get that these two people are like powerhouse characters, but he's supposed to be the most powerful one. Come on, <laughs> show us the fight. I'm mad. Fair, especially considering that character is shite,
0: yummy shite. Oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah. terrible. He oh, he's literally up. been, like, the mook for Okwara the entire series, and I was yeah. like, no way! He was the strongest all along!
1: Yeah, like, as soon as his power is unlocked, he loses the one from his number ten, and he's zero! Like, fucking... <laughs> Would have made more sense if he was secretly number one the whole time. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Not important. Sure. I can't even remember who is number one. Is it Oh, uh, It's the guy with um the pimp coat and laser guns. Oh, it's not barrigan Fuck. Okay. Yeah, um... it's
2: the guy with the guns.
1: Oh, Stark?
0: I want to say Stark. not do the remember. Yeah, remember was... right. Better than it might. Like, one day we'll do a Bleach episode.
1: Well, if we're only doing the first two volumes, we ain't getting that far.
0: <laughs> oh, no. It'll be all of Bleach. Oh, You're damn. doing all of Bleach. Oh, dang. You should probably finish it then. Wait,
1: you've not... Oh, Christ. Okay. I oh. know I know the ending. I know the I'm ending. You the can't possibly shit. say any... You couldn't possibly spoil it for me. Ichigo wins the end. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh, you mean Goku wins? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, hey, in fairness,
0: I couldn't tell you what the ending of this one will necessarily be because, again, it's hard to say which path makota will go down as the yeah. series goes
1: on. So, this is one of my other critiques. I didn't quite get to yet. I don't know where they're going with this, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not. She's going on a journey to
0: stop racism, like, and probably I kill her reason on the way.
1: Well, her whole point of going out on a journey was just so she could go on a journey. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. all she wanted to do—just go on an adventure, complete, no destination in mind, not even any indication she's ever coming back. Some people do that, Mike. Just, just, just go. But yeah, as a as an engine for driving a story forward, it's like, okay, I, I she guess we'll just out do and she what finds the fuck her we want. story, Mike. She's, that's the thing. She didn't even say she's doing that. She's just like, I'm gonna go on. it. A- she
0: has a menagerie of characters now. She's now she's like, I want to stop racism. Yeah. She is
1: uh, Bilbo Baggins but with less motivation.
2: That's impossible, because Billo had no motivation.
1: He's going on an adventure. <laughs> pretty
2: sure stopping racism is a pretty big motivation, But Mike. she didn't
1: decide that until she got out there. And? And? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like I don't know where this story is going. Like, I don't know That's what fine. kind of ending could possibly be satisfying for this story.
2: She solves racism, Mike.
1: I don't know. <laughs> Not happening. I think any story where they solve racism is inherently flawed. Because <laughs> the only reason you talk about racism, even against. But it's a fantasy world, buddy. You can have magical endings. Even with magical animal people, you can't just say, and then everyone got along the end. Like, no, you don't. You talk about racism because it's a real world issue. And it's fine that you're talking about fantasy people, but their real world issue doesn't go away. It- you can't fair. just solve it.
2: They also do straight out say they're not going to solve racism because is like, oh, what are you going to do? Just run around telling people to stop being racist. She's like, nah, <laughs> that won't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> I can make them like tolerate people a bit more, though. Like get the conversation started and it's like, oh, yeah, okay.
0: I think her goal is more to get like these various settlements and all that, like to not see a demi human and immediately go, we must kill it.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah. I think that will happen To some extent But as for, like, where the story ends Like, if Okay, so we've got um, Peach Boy himself His whole shtick is I'm gonna kill all the Onis But then we discover very early on in the story That Onis aren't necessarily all bad By what
2: metric,
1: Mike? By the the fact that um,
2: Carrot uh, Carrot, the person who Lays at the town Yeah but then like... is not bad.
1: No, no, no. I'm not saying they're not <laughs> doing bad things. It's more like are, what reason are they doing the bad things? We don't know that. And then right. once she gets her those powers removed, she's like... She doesn't like say, no, I'm still evil, you know? Just like, I mean,
2: to be fair, she does actually go, I'm still an Oni.
0: Yeah, she does at yeah. th- the start go like, oh, it's still Oni and I'm just using you people to break out. It's then yeah. when essentially the other Onis is like, yeah, we'll just kill you now. It's like, oh... Okay, well, at
1: least I'm not going to die if I'm here with these people. It's a more nuanced point than simply killing them all could solve, is my And that's a good story thing, Mike. No, I agree. I just don't know how it could possibly end in a satisfying way. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's intentionally unsatisfying, because, like, yeah, real shit's not solved this easily. But the whole premise is that this guy's here to kill them all. It's like, I, I don't know, does this one get a pass,
2: or...? Maybe his revenge will be satisfied, Mike. I you can know. have
1: shows
0: that tackle complex themes and resolve them and they're still good shows. Like You could argue Steven Universe and The Good Place both tackle these strong themes and essentially end with like resolutions to these issues, even though realistically that could never happen.
1: Okay, well, I would say those two stories you just cited are different purely because of the circumstances of them. The Good sure. Place, for one thing, they're all dead anyway. So, whatever happens, the stakes are kind of low anyway.
0: I I mean, it's still Angels v. Demons, Mike, in
1: a way. Sure, sure, sure. And in Steven Universe, I've not seen the end of it, but that is also a kids' show. So you kind of need to wrap up kids' shows.
0: And this is a boys' manga.
1: Uh, is, it? <laughs> yeah, is it? Again, again, shown inside a, a debate, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: The point is, series like this can end with a, and they all lived happily ever
1: after, even if that's never how it is in the real world. Okay, I agree that some can end like this. I don't think any of them should. I, I, I maybe I, this is just the... Mike uh, wants everyone to live miserably and that's the end. Well, me- you just maybe-
0: want the sad story
1: where everyone dies at the end, Mike. I do love a sad story where everyone <laughs> dies. But maybe it's just the, the reader's arrogance where it's like, I deserve a satisfying ending. Maybe that's what, Maybe that's what I'm dealing with here, where it's like just because you're the reader doesn't mean you deserve anything just because you're reading it.
0: Readers are not entitled to anything. You are not entitled, and it's less with endings usually, but like more with, like, you're not entitled to these two characters that you really ship hard getting together
1: because they're their own entities within the story. It's up to them. That's the main argument levied against haters of um, the last season of Game of Thrones, where um, I think objectively, like, just looking at it from, like, objective standpoints, as from outside when someone's not a fan of the show, etc. I think it's objectively not very good.
2: I think it made some pretty huge mistakes. I think pretty much everyone says the last season of Game of Thrones was not good.
1: Yeah, but the people who defend it basically say the points about the endings of individual characters and stuff, you are not entitled as a viewer to have those things end in a way that makes sense to you. Because you could argue a lot of Game of Thrones doesn't make sense to everyone because People just up and die without resolving shit. Yes, I agree. And that's the the problem there is that George
2: R.
0: R. Martin tells, oh, there's a word for it. I think it's it's not environmental storytelling, but it's basically a very different type of storytelling where the story can keep going even if important characters die. Yeah. Whereas TV did not really deal with that. So when they were then left to their own devices and like outside of the realm of George R. R. Martin's work, they were like, uh 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 yeah. I say yeah. The, prob- the
2: problem wasn't so much that people were like no we deserved a different ending it was just that the ending they gave was written in such a shit way yeah it just made no sense in any way whatsoever even from a storytelling perspective
1: i I must admit i would i'm not one of the people who would sign petitions and shout at people until they redid it but i wouldn't also wouldn't mind if they did like in that particular regard, because even though... At least Martin cut. <laughs> even though no. you don't, as a viewer or a reader in this instance, you don't deserve, like, you're not entitled to a satisfying ending, I do think it's always something you should strive for. At least that satisfies the story and its elements. And that's my main issue with this There's, there's manga. a difference
2: between a satisfying ending and an ending that makes sense, I think is the thing.
1: Sure, absolutely. And that's what I'm worried about with this. Give it another uh, 20
0: years, maybe we'll have Game of Thrones, the next book, and um, <laughs> maybe you'll finally fucking write Storms of Winter, or whatever the fuck it's called.
1: Now nah, we'll have like four prequel sort stories before Damn. that happens.
2: i will be die. busy writing for Elden Ring three.
1: <laughs> I read what yeah. he wrote for Elden
0: Ring man. and Elden Ring, and I'm like, you you've had years then to work on your next <laughs> shitting book. You finished years ago. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
1: hell. Maybe that's why it's taking so long. He uh he made it. He took what he was doing for um Game of Thrones, and he just said, "Just change the title from Game of Thrones to Elden Ring." Crosses oh, out Game God. of Thrones, Elden <laughs> like, Ring, like with a biro. Like he's like, <laughs> oh,
0: my God. "Well, guess I'll never know how that ends then." I just play Elden Ring. <laughs> God no! You'll get the ending of Game of Thrones. Fuck
2: oh,
0: <laughs> off! <laughs> never no. No, unless it's a Souls game with an actual story, which it won't be. So no. <laughs> it
2: won't anyway,
0: seeing as we've okay. now like started tangling onto like other shows and things like that, is there anything else anyone wants to say about Peach Boy Riverside, or shall we move to our own
1: conclusion? Uh, I'm happy to wrap this up. Like anything I'd say at this point would mostly just be a different version of what I've said before. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a confused mess, but it's not bad. So go for it.
0: Sure. Uh, well, in that case, uh, I will. You know, I'll go first this time around. I really vied with this in the end. I really ended up enjoying it. Um, the last couple of ones we've done, Black Summoner and Alice Academy, quite often felt like a chore to get through, whereas this one really didn't. I really enjoyed this, and I'm probably going to buy it. I'm probably going to pick up and either read or watch more of it. And in this case, it will be read, because let's be honest, every time I've said I'll watch the anime, I haven't. So, uh <laughs> I'll probably be picking up the first volume of this when I've got a little bit of space in my to read cupboard. I don't think it's the best thing we read. Like, it's not, say, that call it the Equal Apothecary Diaries, which was my favorite one from last year. And it wasn't like Fly Me to the Moon, where I read it and then was like, log on to Amazon, buy now, damn the consequences. But uh, yeah, it's I, I really enjoyed it. I liked all of the cast of characters, which is quite rare for stuff on this show. Like, Makoto's good, Sari's good, Frow's amazing, and I would die for them. I like Carrots, the Head of Nights person. I like them uh, a lot as well. So, yeah, um, there's a there's a real lot to enjoy. I think it was paced relatively well. It didn't drown you in world building. I like a lot of the art. There were occasional bits where I don't know why it did unsettle me occasionally at times. I think mainly in like, the first chapter, but I could just be down to artists finding their style and everything more than anything. So, yeah, I... I really like it. I I wanna read more. I now I know there's a frow spin-off. I wanna get that and get like a of frow and like just have my room
1: decorated around frow. I have oh, a problem.
2: No. Do, do we need an intervention here, Sean?
1: <laughs> is this, this is, it uh, <laughs> is this is uh Sean's coming out as furry
0: episode. Well shit mate. I mean I did call myself Cherry Boy by my title for this episode, so no, you know. yeah. There you go. Clearly something's gone wrong here. But uh, yeah, I, I really, again, I don't know if I'll be watching more or buying more, but I'll definitely be doing one of the two because I, I buy for this quite strongly. Uh, we'll go to Mike next. Mike, yeah. would you uh, read more, buy more, watch more now that the anime is, of course, airing?
1: But it's interesting that you said um, previous weeks were kind of a chore to get through, because I do agree. Um, At first, I thought this was going to be like that as well, because it does take a little it doesn't like take a lot of time, but it takes a lot of like oomph to get the story going. Like it, it sort of doesn't really know how to begin. But once you get past that point and you get on board with like the themes that are introduced and stuff, this does actually become very, very good. I do maintain there is a lot of stuff that needs to be explained a little better. Not much, just a little better. And there's a lot of pushing uh, exposition forward just to get it out of the way. So I don't think it is perfect, but it is actually very good. Uh, I ended up enjoying it way more than I thought I would towards the end. Quite often when we read manga for this, I get to a certain and uh, for the podcast. Sorry, I get to a certain point and I just... Like, okay, cool, next page. All right, cool, next page. All right, cool, next page. I didn't do that with this. I found myself actually pretty invested in what was happening and what people were saying and stuff. So, yeah, I actually do like this. I am thinking I'm probably going to read more of this. And actually, I would, given, you know, real life time happening, I would I would absolutely re- uh, watch this as an anime as well. Yeah, it's just really, really good. I uh, just hope it's on one of my... Streaming services, and as you say, hopefully it's not Netflix doing it. I I don't think it will be because usually they
0: announce pretty early on. So, uh, sure. but yeah, as 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 I mentioned at the top of the show, as of recording, we don't know who's licensed it to uh, streaming. But if you scroll down in the show notes, it'll probably be there. And if it's not there, no one's licensed this, and I hate all of the licenses for doing that.
2: Hmm.
1: But yeah, like uh, honestly, yeah, good all good points for me. It is not trash. It is actually pretty good. Yes. Definitely one of prob-
0: the best year two thing we've read so far. Not that there's much. i
2: two other things we've read. And yeah, exactly. Both garbage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, so that moves us on, lastly, film. So, as I think, I can't remember if we say it outright, but we definitely mentioned it a couple of times. This was not one that you've been reading for a long time, like a lot of the series you picked up. This is one you'd uh, started reading and you were looking for both shonens and stuff from the summer season to cover in the show. So this question actually quite relevant to you for once, Phil. Would you, unless you've already read it all, and that's what you're about to tell me, uh, would you read more? Would you buy it now it's coming out physically over here? Or digitally, I guess, if you want to read it on Kindle or whatever. And uh, do you plan on watching the anime? Uh,
2: yes. Good talk. Good hustle. To which one? <laughs> all of the above, I guess. You're going to buy this? Yeah, I might
1: buy it. It helped. Like, it's 45. It's like... <laughs> not a yes, Phil. <laughs> 45 is like, is that the end, or is that just where it's at right now? That's just where it's at at the moment. There are eight volumes
0: total available at the moment.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it maybe uh, would have helped if it was, like, completed now, but... Yeah, if it was completed, it would be a definite yes. Yeah, um, I'm just wondering... I mean, you don't know, do you? If, like, Because you haven't read to the end yet. So I'm just wondering... Not... Um... If there was any indication of it ending anytime
2: soon but i guess if you don't know you don't know no idea i mean i don't even i don't even know if the web version is still going on for example it is uh well that's a good start then
0: the web version started in 08 and hasn't ended whereas
2: this one started
1: in 2015.
2: i assume this will condense things a bit and tidy it up and it'll do the one punch man treatment
1: yeah um I will never read a web version of a manga if he gets an actual release that's of any sad. kind. Like, it's it's not worth your time. Like, have you ever actually seen the original comics of uh, One Punch Man? No. Fucking, they're atrocious.
2: <laughs> it's because he's not an artist.
1: He's not an artist, no, but, like, the writing's bad as well. Like, it's still funny. Don't get me wrong. It's still great. Well,
2: that's, that's the whole point. The point was it was just a bit of a joke comic.
1: It was, yeah. <laughs> No one saw it coming.
0: I do want to highlight, so the writer of this one, uh, while he isn't the artist of the manga version, he is the writer and artist of um, Dragon Maid, the manga that I mentioned yeah. at the top. So presumably he's not a bad artist if he has a solo series, or they have a
1: solo series. They've worked on a few things, I think, yeah. So looks like that's that's positives all around for us. And any more overall thoughts you want to say, <laughs> other than yes? Oh no, he's monosyllabic to the day he dies. Great for podcasting. Well, Mike. <laughs> well, it depends. How do you feel about carrots, Phil?
2: They're okay. With a C or with a K? Either. Both. Together. Ooh, oh, my. Like I said,
0: you could fetishize all of this. And clearly, Mike is doing that.
2: I mean, it's on you if you
0: do. Well, but there you go. So, yeah, Peach Boy Riverside gets a thumbs up from us. Well we're checking out. Well we're um as i mentioned could actually have now licensed it. so if this did take your fancy or if you watch the anime and you're like yeah i want to get involved go pick it up go support the official release or if you're a digital manga person you could read even more of it right now uh as i did mention at the top this was our summer anime time episode so usually at this point uh me well phil would be like hey you should check out these things that are also airing because i like the manga of them and then phil told me nah so uh, I guess I'll, I'll take over this section. So there's just a, a few I want to highlight from this season that have cool manga versions. First of all, uh, I spoke of Maid Dragon earlier, which is, again, written and drawn by the same writer as this series. Uh, the next season of that is finally coming out. Maid Dragon S As this season. I did not check if it's still by KyoAne or if someone else has taken over for them. I will do that now. It's KyoAne! So it's awesome to see them back as well in the anime scene after the uh, catastrophe that fell in a few years back. So, woo! hopefully, and I know people love, I didn't watch May Dragon, but I know people fucking loved it when it aired. So uh, it's hoping for more of that goodness. And then there's a couple of series that we have covered on this show before. Um, Kanojo Mo Kanojo, otherwise known as Girlfriend Girlfriend from episode 20. That anime is finally airing this season. I know we were all, uh, well, me and Mike were relatively positive on it. I know Phil got uh, hung up with a few key points. Of consent and such, but uh, you can check out the anime version of that as being done by Tezuka Productions and uh, the other series that you can check out right now because it's a Netflix original, I guess. Uh, Record of Ragnarok, which we covered the next episode, episode 21. That's all available to watch on Netflix and it's all shit.
1: Okay, steady on with that one. I have not seen it yet, but. I am in the camp of people that says the animation quality of an anime has to be especially bad to ruin it. Because uh, this is another side point in the ending of this. But uh, I I remember um, One Punch Man Season 2 came out and I was actually put off from seeing it because um, people all over the internet were saying it's a different studio, the animation's crap now. I'm like, all right, I won't. I won't rush out to see that then. And granted, that's on me for listening to anything the internet has to say. So that's my fault. And I apologize for that. But then I watch him like, yeah, it's, I guess it's lower quality, but I wouldn't have been able to tell if you hadn't told me to look for it. And it certainly doesn't ruin it. So now, Mike, I, like how bad is Record of Ragnarok's
0: animation? Let me, let me ask you this, Mike. Did One Punch Man season two yeah. have animation in its fight scenes? yeah there you go it's definitely better than record of ragnarok then uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> i i too agree that who cares if another studio takes over it might lose a little bit of the same like style and feel but on the whole most anime studios are pretty good at what they do on the whole <laughs> this one missed the whole <laughs> M- movie doc- i mean you- did you see those trailers for way of the house husband back i did not oh, okay cool imagine that but with less animation okay cool <laughs> but yeah and then the other one i just wanted to highlight uh Sama, which uh we haven't covered on the show but is the series i've used in our twitter header for the past year or so because it was the first thing that came up when i searched trash manga for actual panels of people in trash cans in manga and that's finally getting an adaptation so woo! there you go Maybe I'll check that out. Square it's licensed that series. So, you know, maybe I'll actually read it and then be like, oh, God, what have I put on our Twitter page for the past <laughs> year? <laughs> what Whoops! kind of
1: fetish fuel have we been peddling?
0: Uh, I mean, she's a lolly 20,000-year-old vampire, if I remember correctly, who's lost her powers. And then when she gets them back, she becomes big busted anime lady. So, you know, the usual.
1: Oh, 20,000, way too old for me. I'm only into 10,000-year-old lollies. Oh, sorry. Yeah, got to be four
0: figures. If it's five figures, they're too old. Goddamn. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so some cool, cool anime airing this series, season. I will say, I'm not going to say exactly which one it is, but there is another thing airing this season, which we may be talking about pretty soon. But uh, so uh, look forward to that. And speaking of Twitter headers, uh, where can they find all of us on the web? Let's start with you, Mike. Where are you at on Twitter and or Twitch?
1: Well, on Twitter, I'm at Berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash B E R S E K R E R. And if you I believe by the time this goes out, I'll probably be playing Pokemon Shield by the time this comes out. I think, if I've done my math correctly. So
2: if you well, want to see some of that, out. come
1: watch my Twitch.
2: Today. Today, the yes. Of July, Mike.
1: <laughs> yeah, the today. Of July. Yep. This this actually uh, if you're listening to this, uh, we literally just finished. Actually, this is live. Uh, I'm talking to you now, Daryl. Go go call your mother,
2: Daryl. She misses you. If your name's not Daryl, also call your mother. She probably misses you. No, only if your name's Daryl.
1: That's it. That's what I got. Move on. Good.
0: Good. <laughs> Mike, Mike may be streaming again by the time this episode comes out. Look forward Maybe. to Maybe. <laughs> It's no guarantee. Uh, speaking of no guarantee of content, Phil, where can they find you on uh, Twitter?
2: You, you know full well how this one goes.
0: I do, but you know we've got a, we've got a, we've got our parts to play,
2: buddy. You can't, then, Sean.
1: Well, that's actually a lie. You can find you on Twitter.
2: Then maybe you can.
1: Imagine now that that bit gets cut,
0: and Phil says at insured, P H E N A X K I A N. Imagine that did sound exactly like his voice. That's yeah. That was flawless. Mm-hmm. I've, li- I've lived with him long enough now I can replicate his voice at will. <laughs> uh, you could find me at Slazer King, SLAZO K-I-N-G. Uh July. I have no idea what I'll be talking about. In July if he's been and gone by this point. So um yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll be moaning about Gacha. It's usually a guaranteed bet. Uh, you can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast to be notified the moment a new episode goes live. And the other way you can do that, of course, is by subscribing slash following slash whatever term your service uses. We are on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn. So whichever one of those takes your fancy, make sure to subscribe slash follow slash like slash whatever Apple have renamed it to on the latest version of iOS. Who knows? The new podcast app sucks. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's all you need to know about us. But apart from one last little detail, which is, what's going to happen next time? What have you got to look forward to in two weeks? Phil, give us a tease for the next episode of Trash Manga Friends.
2: Next time, we're going to be going back to Slice of Life, because I know Mike loves it. Oh, God. <laughs> As we read, ni Oh, no,
1: it involved... I, I don't know about this beforehand. But it involved the word "atomic," which is the same as that one other manga we've read. Uh, Atomic games, other... the Atome Games one. The
2: Atome Games what?
1: one. The fact that I know it exists means we definitely read it, and it definitely scarred me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what he's maybe
2: you've read it. <laughs> oh no! Right, sorry. I, I know. I know. The... It's the uh, Mobusaka
1: yeah oh right okay the, the world yeah. of
2: Atome games is copper. right yep yes. that sounds about right no Atome means maiden mike
0: okay i mean
2: it's not an isekai mike it's a slice it's not of life
1: i've been hurt before <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it is about a girl and a guy who dresses as a girl
0: oh man it's Frau again can i pretend <laughs> yeah, sure. they're frown? yes sweet so yeah join us next time for our first ever four coma slice of life series on trash anger, friends thanks for listening everybody take care goodbye enjoy the summer
1: and just so you know other fruits that are actually fruits and not vegetables include eggplants cucumbers beans peanuts
2: corn and pumpkins so at the beginning of the podcast he called me a he called me a fruit just just saying, just putting that out there